Hey folks, how you doing out there? Well, guess what? This past Sunday, February 4th, the annual Sapporo Snow Festival kicked off. This is the 74th Sapporo Snow Festival and of course I was there. And I think this year was a great one. A really good one, I think. Um, actually, check this out. I have been to every single snow festival in Sapporo since the 50th. That's uh, the 25th snow festival for me. Of course, been in Japan 25 years. I've been to 25 snow festivals. Makes sense, right? Nah, maybe not. I know a lot of people don't like it. I know a lot of locals really don't like it. And I think most people I talk to, most of my students I talk to, are not going. They are not into it at all. They say it's too cold, too crowded, too this, too that, too whatever. But... I disagree. I love it. It is a great event. Super cool. How can you not love it? There are these giant snow sculptures in the middle of the city. It's wonderful. You know, you've got medium sized, small sized, all kinds of really different cool designs. It's, it's awesome. It's the best. You can't beat the snow festival. I'm telling you, I love it. I understand why some people don't like it. There's another local legend that says, you know, if you go to the snow festival, you catch cold. Um, luckily, that's never happened to me. I've never got a cold or flu from the snow festival. Or COVID, for that matter. <laughs> I win. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's really great. I, I really enjoy it, obviously, or I wouldn't be going every year. But through the years, some of the most impressive sculptures have been things, you know, like uh, dinosaurs, Star Wars, uh, Attack on Titan... Uh, that's Shingeki no Kyojin, that uh, anime that's still going. Uh, the Nippon Ham Fighters, lots of anime characters, just amazing things. The biggest one this year is uh, Golden Kamui, kind of a show that kind of celebrates uh, Ainu lifestyles and uh, the, the um, coming of the Japanese into Hokkaido, if that's to be celebrated. <laughs> Um, but anyway, for those that don't know about the Snow Festival, let me give you a little bit of the history of a, about the Snow Festival. Alright, for those of you that do know about it all, bear with me. This won't take too long. Unless I get really rambling, then God knows how long it can take. Anyway, for those that don't know, the Snow Festival was started by a group of local junior high school and high school students who built six snow sculptures in Odori Park. Just six. And that was in 1950. Why they did it, I'm not quite sure, but it's pretty cool that they did. And it was kind of just a little local festival. And after that, after they build just these six snow sculptures, gets a little bigger over the next couple of years. Then, in 1953, the first really big sculpture was made. And that was a 15-meter-tall sculpture that was called Ascension. I couldn't find any pictures of it, though. I, there, there's got to be pictures of it out there somewhere. But yeah, so somebody who... I, I'm not sure if it was still the same high school kids then. I don't think it was. Because I think other people started jumping in on the act and, and really getting in on the whole thing. So, 1953 is the, the first time we see one of the monster sculptures. A 15-meter sculpture called uh, Ascension. Then, in 1955, they called in the Self-Defense Force 
to help with building the big ones. And that was the festival off and running. And so for those of you that don't know, some of the really big main uh, sculptures are actually built by the Japanese Self-Defense Force. They're all up there in their camouflage, climbing all over the snow, sculpting this stuff out. It's, pre it's pretty neat to see. Um, so that's, that's always been an interesting thing, that it's the Self-Defense Force that, uh, that, that builds the, the big ones. And as it grows and it grows and it grows, then in 1959, the, snow the Sapporo Snow Festival gets national media attention. Then, boom! People from all over Japan start coming. That's where it really starts to... It gains traction, you know? And then again, it grows and it grows and it grows to now where the Snow Festival gets close to 3 million visitors over the... the what is it? A, a week? It's usually about a week long. They get over 3... They get about, sorry, they get about 3 million visitors from all over the world. Now, of course, that's the uh, COVID years notwithstanding, but yeah, about 3 million tourists come to check out the Sapporo Snow Festival. And the main venue is Odori Park, right? Runs the length of Odori Park from, um, what's it called, from the TV tower all the way down to the very end. So what's that, about 10 blocks? 12, 12 city blocks, I think. Um, but yeah, the other venues are Suskino. Suskino has the, the drinking area of Sapporo that is very fun. They have an ice carving, uh, an ice carving festival. That's pretty cool. Usually pretty cool. I say usually because there was one year where it was really warm. It got warm way too early for the festival. And some of the ice sculptures have like fish inside the ice. But because the ice melted, the fish started bleeding. And they started bleeding through the ice. And then the fish were falling out. And it was pretty gross, actually. But not this year. It's pretty cold out there this year. So the Suskino Ice Festival should be, should be pretty good. Hopefully... I'm, I'll get down to check that out on Friday evening. Hopefully. The other site is uh, the Tsudom. Tsudom has all kinds of snow slides and things. The, the Tsudom venue is much more geared towards families and kids. Lots and lots of uh, snow activities for kids to do. So that's pretty cool. In case you're, you've been here before, years ago, you're wondering, Tsudom? Well, that venue used to be held down in Makomanai, but I think in 2018, maybe, it was changed to the Tsudom location. Anyway, I've actually never been to that one, but it looks a lot of fun. Looks a lot of fun for the kids and families, of course, you know. Another interesting aspect of the snow festival is the international section with teams from all over the world that compete in the snow art competition. They, they, they make some beautiful sculptures. I mean, some of those teams from like uh, Taiwan and Singapore, and I, I think these Southeast Asian teams make just these amazing, gorgeous uh, snow carvings. It's really something special. I checked this year, folks. No Canadian team. Oh, well. 
Um, but the international section is really worth checking out. It's, uh, it's pretty cool. When I was there at the snow festival, I was there on day one. Uh, the international teams were still working on it. So you could, you could kind of see the shapes that their sculptures were taking, but um, they weren't anywhere near finished. So, hey, it's going to be interesting to see what they make. And now the food. Another really good part about this year is it's the, you know, the first year since all the COVID bullshit. And this year, all the food stalls are back. So all the Hokkaido gourmet nosh is up for grabs at the snow festival. An amazing selection. It's really, really cool. You know, they got all the, the hot wines and sake and beer as well. And, you know, the food is really... My boys, any, anytime we took the boys to the snow festival, they'd always get, you know, chocolate bananas or the maki-maki sausage. They loved it. You know, my wife always got a ramen. Of course, right? It's pretty cold out, so you got to get a ramen, right? Um, but lots lots of great food, and it was really good to see all the food actually back at the festival this year. Because through the COVID years, the food was kind of mostly gone. There weren't the same stalls. There weren't the same yatai uh, anywhere near to be found. Um, so that's really good to see that this year's 2024... The 74th Snow Festival is back being a full-on proper snow festival. Um, so that's really, really good. And I remember my first snow festival. I'd only been here in Japan for about a week. And a friend of mine asked me if I wanted to go. So, snow festival? What the hell's that? I don't know. Sure, I'll go. So we did. And, of course, you know, I was just blown away at all the sculptures. Just amazed. I'd never seen anything like that before. Um, I can't remember what the main ones were that year, though. Damn, that's not cool. Anyway, at that time, in that first one, I swear, there wasn't a lot of food. There was maybe like a couple of chocolate banana stalls, maybe a couple of beer vendors, and I, I think nothing special, like maybe just the... The, the the boiled corn stands. There, absolutely nothing like what's there today. And there were just like a few postcards or t-shirt uh, souvenir stalls up. There, there wasn't anywhere near what it was today. I mean, one year there was a disco in there. You know, they've got DJs. They've got dance performances. Sometimes in previous years they've had the Top Gun. Top Gun? Uh, God damn, what's it called? The uh, Big Air <laughs> Top Gun, <laughs> the Big Air Snowboard Jump Competition that was amazing. That used to be right in the middle of the park. That was really wild. Seeing all the young kids jumping, doing all these crazy spins and turns, and like, whoa, dude! <laughs> it, it that was really great. That's not there this year, but I know they have Big Air somewhere else in Sapporo, maybe Banke. I can't remember where they do Big Air anymore, but that's still on somewhere in Sapporo, not at the snow festival. So anyway, getting back to that kind of first snow festival I went to, my friend I, I was with walked straight into the international team's tent. And I just followed. I thought, man, this guy really knows what he's doing. And I just followed because I, I didn't know it was offside. And I asked them, you know, I was like, hey, dude, is this all right for us to be in here? He looks at me and he says, mate, this is where the free beer is. <laughs> I was like, well, all right, we're, we're in for free beer, are we? 
and he looks at me. He says, this is where the free beer is. And I said, is this all right? And he looks at me and again, he goes, we're international, aren't we? Just look like you belong. And that's so true. I mean, if you walk in places looking like you should be there, nobody questions you. Nobody stops you. So that's what we did. The first time I was ever in the beer gardens, straight into the international tent for free beer, hanging out, talking with the international sculptors. Like it was nothing. It, it was a great night. So that was my kind of introduction to the snow festival. And, and, and I've been going back ever since. Although I must say, I have never been back in the international tent for free beer since that first time. Sorry, mate. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I just, I, I just can't head in there without you, dude. I hope you're listening, by the way. <laughs> Otherwise, that won't make any sense to anybody else out there. And, I mean, going to the snow festival was always so easy. You know, being to 25 of them. But, I mean, the fact that I worked, like, a city block away from the whole schedule for quite a long time made it ridiculously easy to just... I mean, even if you're on lunch break or whatever, you could go check out some of the snow festival. On your way home from work, on your way into work, it was ridiculously easy to go see what it was all about. And, you know, I often did. And even now... That I live way up here in the north in Ishkari, I still every year make an effort to get down and check out the snow festival. Again, why wouldn't you? Giant snow festivals, music, performances, dances, singers, sometimes disco booths, all kinds of cool exhibits from around the world. Right smack down in the middle of Sapporo. And hey, did you know this? It's uh, known as one of the world's three great snow festivals. The other two being the Harbin Ice Festival in China and the Quebec Winter Carnival in Canada. I've never been to that one. Anybody out there been to either of those? Has anybody been to all three of the great... The, oh, yeah, sorry. Has anybody been to all three of the world's three great snow festivals? I wonder. I'll make that the question in this week's poll. Oh, speaking of polls, by the way, the poll from last week's episode, I said uh, words to live by. I asked you what words to live by were. 60% of you replied, life is but a dream. The other 40% of you replied, I can do it. Hey, nice choices, people. Nobody said, let me lay down. Those were the only choices anybody picked. Life is but a dream, and I can do it. Not bad. All right, this week's poll will ask about the world's three great snow festivals. Look for that in the show notes, folks. And check this out. A little more information about the snow festival. Apparently, according to the Japan Guide, on the festival page of 16 ranked festivals in Japan... The Sapporo Snow Festival is ranked number one with foreign tourists. How about that? I mean, of course it's number one. Three million tourists coming through Sapporo in the week. That's massive. And it's also really cool. Some people complain that there are too many tourists, too many people. It's too crowded. The city's too busy at that time. But talk about being a fantastic boost to Sapporo's economy. 
I mean, all these people are riding the trains, all these people are riding the subways, taking taxis, eating in restaurants, staying in hotels. It's really, I love it. And I love seeing them all out there as well. I, I, you know, I love seeing them having fun. I like seeing them having trouble with the subway ticket machines <laughs> because I remember being there. I remember having problems with the subway ticket machines when I first got here. You're like, well, all right, what do I do with this now? But now there's English. There's a few different languages available on the machines. Actually, come to think of it, was English always available? I don't think so. Not in every station. Maybe just the big stations back in the day, like Sapporo, Odori. But I think in the smaller stations, there wasn't even English on the uh, ticket machines 25 years ago. That could be a false memory, though, folks. I just can't remember. I also, I even heard that now they have uh, free Wi-Fi in the snow festival. I didn't bother to get it because... You know, I'm going home and stuff like that. But, you know, they're trying to encouraging, you know, people uploading their pictures and videos or live streaming from the snow festival. So that was, that was pretty cool. So that brings us up to this year's 74th Sapporo Snow Festival. And I thought it was excellent. If you haven't been, go. It's still on until February 11th. Here's a rundown of what you can see. At Fort Chome is the main uh, Odori 4 Chome, or Odori 4 block. Chome is kind of like city block. So at Odori 4 block, there's the Golden Kamui sculpture, which is, uh, Golden Kamui is a TV show. You can see it on Netflix, I think. It's kind of about Ainu and, and the again, like I said, the Japanese coming up into Hokkaido uh, and all their struggles with Hokkaido's nature and bears and this, that, and the other. At 5 Chome, we have the annual JRE, the Japan Horse Racing uh, Sculpture. That always, every year, is really, really good because of the projection mapping. Projection mapping is where they, th they put like a, an animation or some kind of movie with music, bright lights, all kinds of stuff. They throw that up onto... Basically, they use the snow sculptures as a big screen. And they just play these really cool images. They're, they're a lot longer this year, actually. All the projection mappings I saw were about, I think, close to six minutes long this year. Much longer than usual. Usually, they're only a few minutes long, but they went a bit more full-on with them this year. At 7 Chome, you can see that famous Bavarian castle. Sorry, folks, as I butcher the pronunciation for this thing. Neuschwanstein Castle. Is that how you say it? I, I always fuck that up. Sorry. Nuschwan, Nuschwanstein Castle. That Bavarian beauty. At 8 Chome, we have Old Sapporo Station, which uh, is pretty cool. I can remember, actually, one of the old Sapporo stations. Not this one, because I think this one's from like 1900 or something. I haven't been here that long. Um, but I remember the Sapporo Station before this giant current... Uh, shopping center Sapporo station but the reason I like this one so much is because again the projection mapping on this they tell a beautiful story through the animation uh, and the projection mapping on it they tell this beautiful story of a of a couple as they go through their lives uh, coming in and out of the station it was a I, I really like the story 
Then at Ten Chome, the last of the big ones, guess what? Escon Field, new home of the Nippon Ham Fighters. I thought that one was kind of all right. You know, it, um, it kind of looked just... There's a lot more design to it, but if you don't get up close and really look at it, it just kind of looks like a big wall. Um, eh, that was okay. And of course, all throughout... Oh, and what am I talking about? I forgot the Queen. There's a Queen one this year. Celebrating Queen's return to Sapporo after 42 years absence. The uh, Queen is in Sapporo Dome on Saturday night after 42 years away from Sapporo. And it's being called Queen plus Adam Lambert. And guess what, folks? Jota and I are going to be there. And it looks like we might have actually decent seats too. My wife uh, went and picked up our tickets the other day. So can't wait to see that Queen show. And I heard Adam Lambert's great. I heard he's really, really good frontman for Queen. And you can imagine he would be. The guy, you know, if you remember him from American Idol, he was awesome. I, I thought he was awesome. Then also this year's Sapporo Snow Festival, there's a curling exhibition right at the base of the TV tower that looked like lots of kids were having a lot of fun uh, trying out some, uh, trying out to, trying to throw the rocks. Sorry, as I can't speak for a bit there. That looked pretty interesting. Looked like people were having a lot of fun. Then there's all kinds of small sculptures all over the place. Like I said, you know, all kinds of stuff this year from uh, Godzilla, uh, Yubaba, from Spirited Away, or, you know, Sento Chihiro. Uh, there's some snow Jomon sculptures, temples, baseball and soccer players, Draimon, Mario, uh, and hey, Hello Kitty. Check this out. Hello Kitty and I are the same age. There is a smallish sculpture uh, celebrating Hello Kitty's 50th anniversary. Wow. How about that? Kitty-chan and I are the same age. Dokusei, if you will. I think she's looking a bit better than I am these days, though, eh, folks? What do you think? What do you think? She hasn't gone gray. <laughs> Me neither, completely. Salt and pepper, folks. Salt and pepper. But what I thought was a really cool addition this year was the addition of the Sapporo International Art Festival. There's an art festival called Last Snow. And part of it, it I think it's actually at the... Uh, Hokkaido Museum but part of it is actually being displayed in Odori Park as part of the 74th Sapporo Snow Festival and what I thought was really really cool is this exhibit called Airship Orchestra it has these giant Barba Papa looking things I don't know what they are I, again they kind of look like Barba Papas but they're these giant balloon type things and they have these digital eyes that follow you. You know, they open and close and the eyes on these things will actually follow you as you walk through. You know, they'll look up, they'll close their eyes. I don't know how they put these digital things onto these giant balloons, but it was really cool. And as you're walking through them, you know, there's kind of new age music and the whole, they're all lit up in different colors. And it's that, I thought that was a, a really, really uh, cool addition to this year's snow festival. Just beautiful sounds and colors. And actually, I, I read that that uh, display 
was made by an Australian art and technology company called Ennis. E-N-E-S-S. I think that's how you pronounce it. Ennis. So that was great to see. That was really cool to see. Also, as part of that kind of last snow, I think uh, one of the displays was a robot taxi. Something, there was some part of things for the future. And one of them was a robot taxi that looked, that looked really neat. It wasn't running when I was there because I was there at night. Although I can't imagine why it wouldn't run at night. But anyway, uh, the, the robot taxi wasn't running. So that was kind of disappointing. I would have loved a little ride in a robot taxi, you know. Uh, the other week with my brother in town, we got served uh, some jingiskan from a, a robot in the restaurant and uh, the Sapporo Beer Garden. So that, that was pretty cool. Getting a robot taxi ride would have been also cool. So again, there's all these cool things there. And I don't know why Sapporo locals don't like the snow festival. It's an odd thing to me. Why wouldn't you go when you've got these awesome monster snow sculptures right in your backyard? And it's free. There's no admission. You can walk in and out as you like. I've got one of my students, she and her husband do it really cool. What they do is they go during the daytime, have a walk around the whole thing, look at everything while it's in the, in the light of day. Then they go have dinner somewhere downtown. Then they come back and go check out the nighttime light-ups. You know, the projection mapping, the light shows. I, I think that's a really, really cool way to do it. You know, spend a whole afternoon a dinner and then get back for the for the lighting up of all of all the shows and things. I, I think that's a really, really cool way to do it. But I must say, I am coming at you with all this kind of enthusiasm for the snow festival. And not everybody likes it. As my English friend who was there today, he and his wife didn't really care for it. Now, here's why. While they were there, they didn't see any performances. They kind of felt like there were too many small sculptures and not enough big ones. He kind of felt like it had been scaled down from previous years. He felt like it had kind of been done on the cheap. I got to disagree with you. I got to disagree with you, English. Um, after being through the snow festivals through the COVID years, this is way better. I mean, obviously. I mean, well, should we not count the COVID years? Because I think there was a time to put it all just online. I went down and looked at it anyway. But um, the COVID years were kind of lame. They took all the food stalls away. Um, of course, tourists weren't even allowed in Sapporo for the longest time. So, well, in Sapporo, in Japan. So it wasn't the best atmosphere for a long time. But I don't know. Yeah, I see. I, he's got valid points. You know, there are reasons why people aren't the biggest fans of it, you know. And I understand that. It's not everybody's cup of tea. But, boy, it sure does tickle my fancy, let me tell you. And, you know, well, I'm, I'm okay, I say it's free. But if you're buying food, the food can be a little bit expensive because, you know, it's for tourists, right? And they want that tourist dollar. And why shouldn't they? Um... But so unless you're buying food, unless you're buying beer and all this kind of jazz, it's filthy. It's free. So, you know, you got to pay for your subway to get there or subway and bus or, you know, however you get there. The only thing you have to really pay for is transportation getting there. Unless you've got a 
a hotel and an apartment downtown and you can just walk. But still, it's not, the prices for food and things aren't that outrageous. It's not Niseko prices by any means. I mean, you're not paying 3,000 yen for a cuts curry or, you know, a 5,000 yen pizza or anything ridiculous like that. Unless you're ordering from Pizza Hut, which I, Pizza Hut's a wicked ripoff in Japan, isn't it? One time when my dad was here, we got home, I can't remember where we were, but we got home and, you know, dad says, how about a couple of pizzas for us and the boys? We were going to order two pizzas and it was going to be like over 7,000 yen for two pizzas. Bread and cheese for over 70 bucks from Pizza Hut. Uh, Pizza Hut is a fucking scam in Japan, man. Not a fan of it at all. Except for those cheese stuffed crusts. Ooh, back in the day, that was good eating, wasn't it? But anyway, now that, you know, you become a parent and you have to pay for it yourself, fuck that. But I gotta say, after 25 years of the snow festival, I am not sick of it at all. Zenzen akitanai. I will continue going. I've got some students who have never been. Not once in their life have they been to the snow festival. What is that? How is that? Parents, don't you take your kids to the snow festival? We, we took ours all the time, every year. It was great. They loved it. They can get on the slides. Sometimes there's little train rides going in and out through snow sculptures. Every year there's something different, you know. And they always got the chocolate bananas and all this kind of jazz. It was great fun taking the boys when they were little to the snow festival. Now, you know, geez, try to get late teenagers to go to the snow festival with you. Impossible. No way, man. And especially after their soccer schedules really jumped off, there was just no way. Because, I mean, even in winter, soccer's full on. I mean, it's indoor. It's, it, it's just... Yeah, there's just no way we could keep taking them because the, their schedules were just so busy. So the last few years has just been me by myself. And that is a-okay. I, I quite enjoy doing things by myself. How about you? I mean, I go to the movies by myself. I go shopping by myself. I've been to concerts by myself. I am a-okay with being alone. And uh, to be honest, sometimes I prefer it. I really do. I love uh, going to the movies with the boys and things, but man, give me that alone time where I am just in complete control of how fast I walk, where I sit, when I sit, how I sit. Um, I'm a big fan of uh, just going off and doing things alone like that. I don't know. How about you? What do you think? We'll put that in the polls as well this week. And just to keep in touch with cycling this week, the bike shopping continues. That's right, folks. I am still kind of shopping for a bike. I think, I, I don't think, I really want to get a touring bike. A touring bike is really what I need for the kind of cycling I do. I love my loud, obnoxious, fluorescent green giant but I do understand that I really, really should be riding a touring bike. I should be riding something lighter, something with thinner tires. Um, and it's going to, I'm not going to get one right away because I'm going to take my time. I'm going to look around. I don't want to buy one just from the internet. You know, I want to actually feel the bike. Um, I, I want to sit on it. I want to see if it's how it feels for me. 
I do not want to go internet shopping for a bicycle. You know what I mean? And let me tell you, folks, after the eating season, have I talked about the eating season? Maybe. If I haven't, let me refresh your memory. My wife and youngest son's birthday is on November 29th. That is the start of the eating season. After November 29th, you know, you've got Christmas, New Year's, you've got end of year parties. You're eating, eating, eating. Then it's New Year's with the family, which involves a lot more eating. Then there's New Year's parties. There's always events early in the year. There's stuff going on. It's fun. And I don't deny myself any of that fun. Then it's my birthday. My birthday is January 20th. And this year, having my brother here, having my friend here for a week long, there was even more eating than usual. And folks, let me tell you, my work pants and my work shirts, a little bit tighter. A little bit, a lot tighter this past week. Woo! We are going to need to be cycling soon to burn off this winter chump. Man. I tell you, once your work shirts start getting tight, you know you've uh, you know you've overdone done <laughs> you know you've overdone things a bit. You know what I mean? It's uh, anytime you come back from vacation, you're just like, ooh, who's the portly fellow now, eh? I mean, it takes a while before you get comfortable in a t-shirt once the spring comes round again. <laughs> yeah, fat ass, woo. Anyway, sorry. So I do need to get back on the bike soon. Or at least start exercising more now that the craziness is kind of dying down. Although, actually, it's not dying down just yet because there are more people in town this week, next week. Got the Queen concert coming up on Saturday, this Saturday, February 10th, which we've been looking forward to for a long time. This will be my first time seeing Queen. Um... I know Queen with Adam Lambert have been to Japan a few times, but again, this is the first time Queen's been in Sapporo in 42 years, so it's going to be pretty good. And uh, Glay is the opening act for them here in Sapporo. I've never seen Glay. Uh, I'm not that big a fan of their music, I'll be honest. But uh, my youngest and I, we're going to watch them. Why not? It's an experience. They're a super popular Hokkaido band. Glay are from Hakodate, which is in South Sapporo. Um, super famous. Been around forever. So, hey, even though we're not the biggest Glay fans, we are, we're going to watch their show. See how it goes. It's going to be a new experience. So, folks, the, Sapporo, the 74th Sapporo Snow Festival is underway, and I think it's great. Oh, one thing though, folks, please be careful. Please, for a lot of Sapporo people, people who have lived here a long time, we are pretty sure-footed now. We know how to walk on the ice. We know how to walk in the snow. We're careful with where we place our feet. And you get a lot of tourists from Asian countries or other countries that don't have any snow at all, and they are dropping like flies. Ooh, Nelly, I saw some people wipe out that looked pretty scary. I mean, just boom, boom, boom. But I know I'm probably going to hell for this, but I can't stop chuckling to myself because seeing somebody wipe out on the snow is funny, isn't it? 
Like, people go down, you just hear the thump and the cries in the may, like, ah! <laughs> I know, sorry, I'm a bad person. I'm going to hell for <laughs> laughing at foreign tourists wiping out on the ice, but I can't help myself. I And it's so often, my God, people were dropping like flies on Sunday. It was great. <laughs> Come on, admit it. Be honest. When you see somebody wipe out in the snow, don't you give a chuckle? Honest. Honest. You do because it's funny. <laughs> you don't want anybody to get hurt, obviously. But, um... <laughs> yeah, that's always good, too. Always a part of the snow festival as well. But anyway, sorry. Sorry. Don't mean to be an asshole. Um, yeah, okay, fine. So I hope you get a chance to go down to the snow festival because it's great seeing it back in full swing after COVID. The food's all back. The beer's all back. The light shows are back. It's busy. The, the projection mapping's longer. The sculptures are, are really cool. Lots of Ainu stuff this year. You know, and coinciding with an Ainu exhibit at the uh, Sapporo, uh, the Hokkaido Museum. Sapporo Museum, sorry. The one near Odori Park. The Ainu exhibit that I'm going to have to go ch check out. I heard there's a Snow Jomon exhibit somewhere in the underground walkway between Sapporo Station and Odori Station. So there's that exhibit as well. I didn't have time to see the other day. So hopefully I get in to look at that as well. Um, anyway, folks, I hope you get a chance to go down and see the Sapporo Snow Festival because it's really fun. It's a fun day out. It really is. It's unique. It's not something you get to see every day. It's not something you get to see in every city. Um, and I, I love it. And I'm going to, with any luck, I'm going to be going to see it for many, many years more. This year's Golden Kamui, the main one at Yonchome, is, is beautiful. And I love the characters on that TV show as well that I, I've been watching. I think I'm up to season one, episode seven or something like that. Pretty cool show. Um, anyway, folks, once again, if you haven't, go down and check it out. The Snow Festival is a lot of fun. Probably the main event for the year in Sapporo. Wait, did I just tell a lie? Is it the main event for Sapporo for the year or are the beer gardens bigger? Huh, maybe the beer gardens. The beer gardens are a month long. Snow Festival is a week. Ah, but the beer's just booze, right? You can get booze anywhere. The snow festival's unique. Yeah, that's it. We figured that one out. Thanks, folks. Anyway, guys, I'll let you get on with it. Have a great week. I hope you enjoy. I've put my pictures up on Facebook. I've put my snow festival pictures up on my Instagram. If you can't get here to enjoy the festival yourself, I hope you can at least enjoy the pictures. Guys, have a great week out there. Love ya. Sai! Hokkaido!